You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where all of the hosts have been turned into baby versions of themselves because it's more marketable that way. (laughs) Hello everyone. (laughs) I'm Cody. Gaga, Gaga, I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha, and I'm a full-grown adult. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have a great show for you this week. A lot of talk of Super Bowl commercials and movie trailers and whatnot. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out this week. I need a change. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got to stop for a second. (laughs) Okay, Okay, we're back. fresh. Yeah, you're fresh. Okay. Well, I could go ahead and do mine real quick. I think we're actually going to be pretty light on check them out. So we actually have uh, quite a bit of news this week. But the one thing I did, I can't remember if I talked about the first Captain America movie starring Reb Brown last week. I think I may have. Last week's episode was kind of a blur, to be honest. I was very <laughs> sleepy, pulling back the curtain a little bit. I remember talking about it. Yes. I don't know if it was into microphones or not. Yes, that is that is about where I'm at as well. But this week, I watched the sequel called Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. <laughs> wow. Sounds intense. I can assure you it was not. (laughs) No, this movie was against, had a lot of the same cast as the first one, which is always nice. Um, As it turns out, both this movie and the sequel were two failed pilots for a TV series kind of in the same vein as The Incredible Hulk. And this film was about Captain America going to this uh, small farming town that was being menaced by the diabolical Miguel and his <laughs> rapid age formula. You know, Captain America's classic villain, Miguel. <laughs> but what's interesting about it is Miguel is played by Christopher Lee. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no. So he was sufficiently menacing. <laughs> yeah. The movie was a whole lot of just goofy nothing. It was a lot of, well, it was a lot of Reb Brown getting beaten up by townspeople with baseball bats and then turning into Captain America. And you know how in old movies they would, instead of someone jumping super high and using like special effects to do it in this, they had him jump backwards off of a high place and then ran the film backwards. So it's a lot of, a lot of Dolomite (laughs) style special effects. Let's see that again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't believe I did that stunt. (laughs) It was goofy. He did throw his shield a couple of times and it was sufficiently bad. Is this the one where he has a motorcycle helmet? Yes, it is the one where he has the motorcycle helmet. (laughs) I'm really surprised Rift Tracks hasn't done one of these two movies. There's probably a lot of licensing yeah, that's probably it. Issues. But otherwise, it would be right up there with. It is It is a good, bad movie. It is quality, quality cheese. cheese. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I honestly don't know what else to say about it because there was really wasn't a whole lot to it. Captain America did wear the costume a lot, which is nice. And it this second film, his costume was closer to the comics uh, incarnation than the first one. The first one was just way off model. <laughs> And every time he changed, he had to go into his cool 70s van. 
because he rolled, he tooled around in a, in a in a cool '70s van, and every time he got on his motorcycle to take off, the back doors would blast open, and a whole bunch of smoke would shoot out of the back of the van, and he would come rocketing out on his motorcycle. It was kind of great. <laughs> Really enjoyable if you get a chance. It's on DVD. Shout Factory put out the two pack years ago. And at this point, I'm sure I mean, I got it in a five dollar bin years ago. So I imagine it's readily available. He goes through a lot of money on pyrotechnics for the back of his van. He does. Well, that's why he has to live in a van (laughs) down by the river. Yes. Although the movie does one thing that I really like, and it's something that not a lot of Captain America films really highlights he's an artist in this and Mm. in the comics he was an artist that's right yeah Yeah. there's a little known thing that before he took the super soldier serum and stuff he was an artist and there have been some off stories here and there where cap does art he's a sensitive art boy yeah he was a sensitive art boy turned into a soldier that was kind of part of the thing comics don't highlight the artistic side of captain america often and i think it should and this movie does and it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat to see. Yeah, that yeah, that that dichotomy yeah. is interesting. Yeah. And I guess there was a little bit of a tiny tiny bit of that in Captain America the first Avenger. The yeah, first that's one. What it's called. Yeah, yeah. There was one shot of Chris Evans be- right before the uh, super soldier serum thing uh, in his bunk sketching something, I think. And that's all you get. And that's all you get. <laughs> Well, there's not a whole lot of room in those movies True. for they got they got to cram a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, but it's it's neat. It's neat to see more character pieces with these characters. That's not all about punching all the time. I don't know. That's all I did. Speaking of punching all the time, uh, I don't know, we've watched a couple episodes of the second half of the second season of OKKO. OK mm. Let's be heroes. Which I don't know. We've talked about it on here before. It's a Cartoon Network cartoon about a world full of like superheroes and a kid that works at a bodega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've watched an episode or two of it. It's difficult not having Well, I mean, I guess I can go online and find it because you guys don't have cable. I was yeah, gonna, we, I was just going to say yeah. it's difficult not having cable, but like it's not no, it's not yeah, difficult we having it on cable. Hulu. They the reason why we've been watching it is they just recently added the second half Mm-hmm. Of the second season to Hulu. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been definitely been some fun episodes. They did one that's like a parody of like a Yu-Gi-Oh! or a Bakugan type of thing. <laughs> oh, nice. Th- but it's just Jax. <laughs> it's like called Wacky Jaxies. <laughs> and like the character designs they do on the characters from the Wacky Jaxies world are ridiculous. They look like a 14-year-old's drawing of anime characters. Oh, that's like great. Like, on purpose. It's hilarious. That's great. I like how self-aware that show seems to oh, be. Oh, yeah. It is very... It feels very much like somebody made a show specifically with things I would like in it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time in my life where I was making a cartoon that was a parody of... All the other... Of those anime like that, but it was checkers. Yeah. So it was very much like something I, I would have thought of. It also reminds me a little bit of the PlayStation 1 intro to Uno, Uno <laughs> where it's anime Uno. I love that stupid thing. There was a really good crossover episode that literally just... It was called Crossover Nexus, mm. and uh, it crosses over with... Was it four other Cartoon Network shows? It was. It had Garnet from Steven Universe, 
Mm-hmm. Raven from Teen Titans Go and Ben 10. Was that all? I don't know. I think that was all of them. Okay. But it was cool to all see them uh, in the same episode like that, especially Garnet. It seemed like more of an excuse to get KO and Garnet probably. in one room than anything else. Yeah, probably. But uh, there was just so many Cartoon Network Easter eggs in it. Mm-hmm. Because there was this new villain called Strike that was, he's voiced by Michael Dorn. Oh, and nice. And he was summoning Cartoon Network characters into this universe so he could defeat them. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And he he defeated most all of the other ones and just had the our four main characters left. So in the background, you'd see like the other heroes turn to stone and there's like so many like past Cartoon Network characters in the background. That, oh, wow. And the whole thing takes place in like a ruined Townsville from Powerpuff Girls. Really but interesting. Like had, there were so many obscure ones. It, um, Weasel from I Am Weasel had a voice line. Oh no way! He's Michael Dorn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at, at the end, uh, Ben Ten realizes he can his little change of thing. I don't know. I don't watch that show. Mm-hmm. Could turn him into other Cartoon Network characters. And he oh. does this huge punch on the bad guy while he's transforming into like Finn and Jake and uh, that CG character Moxie from the first Cartoon Network produced show ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had completely forgotten about I that one. I forget what that show is like Moxie in something else and he's like a, a CG dog. Yes. And he basically just introduced cartoons like Cartoon Planet. Yeah. Okay, KO, that's the one where Captain Planet was a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's such a shame that it got canceled, too, because it did. Oh, it did? And the only reason, apparently, is just like one of the executives just doesn't really care for it. Oh, that is a shame. Because its ratings were were fine. They just decided. fine. They just decided to ax it, which is so bizarre because it's so ingrained in, like, Cartoon Network stuff. It's such a big celebration of of Cartoon Network things more than any other show. And it's weird that the executives didn't appreciate that, apparently. That's, yeah, that is a shame. But it was it was really cool to see, like, those old characters, like Weasel and, uh, I'm blanking on a lot of them. There were so many. <laughs> mm. I bet there was a lot of, uh, what a cartoon, the one-off. Yeah, there was a Hi Hi Puffy, Ami Yumi, I forget which one of the two it was. Really? But if you remember that show. They were back there. Wow, no one remembers that show. <laughs> I think the only people that remember that show are sitting in this room <laughs> and, and the animators of that episode. <laughs> oh, Chowder, of course. Robot Jones. Mm-hmm. High Five Ghosts. Schnitzel from Chowder. And then the girl from Symbionic Titan. Wow. Whoa, really? So let's go ahead and move into a little bit of news. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we have a lot of Super Bowl stuff. I think we're going to save that for the second half. Of the show, there's enough, I think, that we can glean a half hour out of that. So let's talk about some of this other news. Keep in mind first, though, when we say Super Bowl stuff, we don't mean like any of the sporting Oh, event. no, no. Yeah, Our sports not, show was two weeks ago. We're yeah, not, yeah, we're not we're doing not that again. We're not talking about that at all. No, so. it's all commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pick a pick a topic. Pick a, pick a thing. Well, that's, Harley Quinn's going to be in Fortnite, I guess. Great. I mean, it's not going to get me to play Fortnite, but it's a really good model. They did a really good job making a Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. They did a very nice job of it. Yes. Yeah. It it almost makes me want to play it, but no. It is interesting that Fortnite is able to kind of cross the branding lines because that 
they've had Marvel stuff. Now they've had DC stuff. Yeah, because they, they, yeah, they've had they had Star Wars. Yeah, they didn't get me to play when they put lightsabers in the game. They're not going to no. get me with Harley Quinn, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's cool. It's kind of cool looking. Yeah, it's neat that they're able to do this. Do you think the Fortnite train is ever going to slow down? It already has. Really? Do the kids? I don't think the kids still play it all that much. So what's the new one? Do you know? What do the kids enjoy, Cody? Uh, I think, are they back on Minecraft? Is Minecraft coming back? I feel like Minecraft is coming back. They might have, it might be back. <laughs> I think we might need to call some of my nephews. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me hook up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, what, God. What are the kids playing right now? <laughs> that would be so funny, actually. Yeah. yeah, we might have to set that up, actually. <laughs> that, that might not be a bad idea. He's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of Harley Quinn, I've been hearing that the Birds of Prey movie has been getting a lot of good traction by reviewers and, and yeah. such. That's a lot of really awesome. First impressions have been extremely positive. Uh, it sat at like 90 on Rotten Tomatoes for that's a while. excellent. I think it's dipped down to the 80 something, but still, that's still, really good. It's been with a 92. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. We're all going to have seen Hopefully. it by next week, I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I'm going this Saturday for sure. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I actually watched have, you guys know about that uh, first we feast the hot ones thing, right? Where the guy where the guy interviews celebrities by also making them eat hot wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, that yeah. guy. They just released one with Margot Robbie today and I felt so bad for her. She has no tolerance for for spicy food. Oh no. She was like crying after the third one and I felt I felt bad. But she was a trooper. She made it all the way to the end. And they actually brought in Mary Elizabeth Winstead and the awesome woman who plays Black Canary, whose Journey, name escaped. Journey Smollett. Yes. Bell. Bell. And the uh, Cassandra Kane as well. Oh, I don't remember I don't her name. know her name off the top of my head. But they brought them in for the last one. And Winstead and, of course, Margot Robbie, they were dying. And so was the girl who plays Cassandra Kane. But <laughs> the one that played uh, Black Canary, uh, Journey Smollett. Smollett Bell. She was, yeah, she was just, she took a bite and went, Oh, this is fine. It was like while they while he was talking to the rest of them, she was just sitting there eating all the wings. <laughs> That's awesome. Totally, totally stone faced, not not phased at all. It was kind of rad. <laughs> Apparently, she's a real legitimate comics fan. Yes, like she when Gail Simone went to the set, she knew who Gail was that's, and was very excited to <laughs> see. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. It's great when you have actors who actually care about their roles. It's and they, yeah. they know about it. They, and they, and they really care. And the interview itself was pretty good. The, uh, the hot ones one. I don't like the host. I don't like that guy. He's not entertaining. He's not, he seems like he's just reading things. Ooh. Like he doesn't, he doesn't interact well with other people. The only reason he's there is because he came up with it. With, with like the idea of, yeah. of let's eat some hot wings and ask people dumb questions. Even though that's like just hot pepper gaming. It is. <laughs> that's really, that's all it is. Somebody has to do it though because they stopped doing hot pepper gaming. They did. Yeah. Which is probably for the best because like. They were kind of destroying themselves a little bit. Yeah. And like go out while you're on top. Yeah. That too. Like, yeah. yeah. They did it before it got old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on to some other stuff. A follow-up to the Knives Out 2 or Knives Out sequel that we reported on about a month ago saying that it might happen. Well, it is now officially happening. There was no other news. 
but it is happening. <laughs> it's official. It's official, and that's great. I forget. Did you guys see Knives Out? No, we have not. Oh, you guys. When it is available to rent, I highly, highly recommend it. It should be any day now. Yeah, it it's, like. <laughs> it's coming up. But yes, definitely don't sleep on it. It's very good, and I can't wait for the sequel. It's going to be great. I, I want to find on the internet, somewhere in the dark recesses of some message board, somebody saying that... Uh, they should get that Knives Out guy to make a Star Wars. <laughs> God. That movie was really good. Because oh. <laughs> you know somebody said it. Somebody mm-hmm. somewhere, somebody has, somewhere said has said it. Yeah. Oh, it'd, yeah. It'd at least be better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a couple of more quick hits before we take the break. Which one do you want to talk about next? Sam Raimi's in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2 since it recently lost its Yeah, Scott Derrickson left. We reported that a few weeks ago. Uh, That's great news. I mean... Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. If you want someone who, one, is a fan or at least is aware of comics, and two, has a background in horror films and also weird visuals... Sam Raimi's kind of your guy. Yeah, and he, he's proven he can bring in a big budget uh, superhero movie before. Yeah. Three times of varying quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's doing Doctor Strange, I would actually hope he kind of sways more towards the Darkman type of visuals. Have you have you seen no, Darkman? Okay. Darkman Dark is a wild trip, <laughs> and there is a lot of weird cuts. It, it looks like, well, it looks like if the guy who did Evil Dead 2 made a superhero movie. <laughs> so it's a lot of real weird quick zooms and shaky cams, and but not like the traditional shaky cam that we get now. Yeah. The old school, the the one from the 80s that actually looks cool. I would be on board for this. Oh, I would yeah. be in, on board for sure. I think it's a, it's a better pick than Spider-Man was for him. I do too. Yeah. He kind of toned down his directing stylings for the Spider-Man films. Yeah. I think, yeah, he would be able to really kind of let loose with something like Doctor Strange. <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's I hope not? it happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. So some people are complaining about Animal Crossing, the new yeah, one. Apparently the new Animal Crossing, that's not even out yet. Yeah. Nintendo said you can only have one island per Switch console. Mm-hmm. And everybody who plays on that console has to share that island. And uh, I guess that rubs people the wrong way. I don't know if this is... This is hardly even a thing, I think. The whole point of Animal Crossing, there's a cooperative element to the game. Or at least there can be. Yeah, it's about yeah cooperation and communication and building a community i i think that is the game that there's a gameplay reason why that's the way it is yes so i i don't know i can i guess i can see it both ways i personally don't have an issue with it if nintendo were to say okay we'll give you the option at the start of the game but it's going to eat up x amount extra data and just tell you that up front maybe at that point people can make their own choice whether they want to basically have a, a separate sd card just yeah. for multiple islands or your something it's a, it just it just feels like you're not playing the game right at that point though mm-hmm. like if you want like this self-contained world where everything is how exactly how you want it and there's no interpersonal conflict with somebody else isn't that kind of more boring than yes. otherwise yeah <laughs> plus 
I mean, this is more for like people who have siblings that are sharing one console. At this point, you're probably communicating what you want to do in your island anyway. So, yeah, and, and that's the point of the game. Like, leave a, write a letter right on the bulletin board. Like, yes. that's part of what the game that's is. Part of the game. <laughs> that's, yep, that's correct. Playing it by yourself and doing everything yourself is one way to play it. Like, I don't, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum if that's what they're into. But right. like, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I and I agree. All right, last thing here before we take the break, there is a Kickstarter for an old Wii U exclusive game from Platinum Games that not enough people played, and I didn't. I didn't play it. I've, I've heard it's excellent, though. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's uh, Wonderful 101. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a Pikmin-esque superhero game by Platinum. Yeah. Uh, they did a Kickstarter to re-release it on the Switch. To, to and... do a remaster, and yeah, the Switch and other consoles, which is kind of the uh, interesting thing. Yeah, because it was a Nintendo-published game initially. Right. And apparently Nintendo has given them the go-ahead has has given them the bless their blessing to port it onto other systems mainly Steam and PS4 which is interesting because now the PlayStation 4 is going to have something with Nintendo's name all over yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder if it'll boot up with like a Nintendo logo in it, there. It probably will. <laughs> it it probably will. That that is wild. Yeah. That really more than anything I think is the news. That plus the list of Wii U exclusive games is getting shorter and shorter yeah. because they just keep porting things over. I honestly think this is a test case for Platinum so they can go to Nintendo and say, hey, can you please release Bayonetta 2 so that we can... They did. Bayonetta 2 for other systems. Oh, for other systems. Oh. Yeah. So that they could do the same, turn around and do the same yeah. thing for, for Bayo 2 and 3. Because they are re-releasing Bayonetta one and Vanquish together in one package, mm-hmm. and I've never I've played the demo to Vanquish. I've never actually played the full game, and I'm kind of excited to to play that because it, it's cool. <laughs> I also the Kickstarter funded in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, it, like it, it funded super super fast. Exploded, which is weird because nobody played this game initially. Like yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it currently has. What did I say? 1.5 times the amount of backers currently than copies sold in Japan on the Wii U initially. <laughs> That's how bad everyone hated the Wii U. Yes. Yep. <laughs> they really wanted to play this game, but they didn't want to buy the Wii U. Yeah. Did you see what one of the backer rewards was yeah, for it? To get blocked by uh, Kamiya. Yeah. Hideki Kamiya. The, <laughs> he's the producer of the game, I think, or the designer or mm-hmm. something. And he... You is get, liberal with his block. Yeah, you can get blocked by him pretty easy. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I wouldn't pay money for it. At this point, you can get blocked by him by tweeting at him and saying something in English because <laughs> he can't speak English, but he does. He chooses not to because, because <laughs> nah, because he'd rather not and just, yeah, he just blocks everybody. A, a better reward would be paid to uh, pay to be unblocked by him. He, yes, that is, that's actually part of it as well. Oh, you can pay enough to have him unblock you. Yes. Can he block you, go right back and block you then? (laughs) He probably will. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll talk about some more uh, news, some Super Bowl news stuff. Sports. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. 
To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd Overload now. And I like to dance Running the ball is like Mickey Moore Mance We had the goal since training camp To give Chicago a Super Bowl champ And we're not doing this because we're greedy The Bears are doing it to feed the needy We didn't come here to look for trouble We just come here to do the Super Bowl shop This is Speedy Willie and I'm world class I like running but I love to get the pass I practice all day and dance all night I gotta get ready for the Sunday fight Now I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl I dance a little funky so watch me girl There's no one here that doesn't like me My Super Bowl shuffle will set you free I'm Samurai Mike, I stop from cold Part of the defense, big and bold I've been jamming for quite a while Doing what's right and setting the style Give me a chance, I'll rock you good Nobody messing in my neighborhood I didn't come here looking for trouble I just came to do the Super Bowl shuffle We are the Bears, shuffling crew Shuffling on down, doing it for you We're so bad, we know we're good Blowing your mind like a new would. You know we're just strutting for fun Strutting our stuff for everyone We're not here to start no trouble We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle Say, Jim. 
Jimbo is our man. If Jimmy can't do it, I sure can. This is Steve, and it's no wonder. I run like lightning, pass like thunder. So bring on Atlanta, bring on Dallas. This is for Mike and Papa Bear Hallis. But I'm not here, the feathers ruffle. I just came here to do the Super Bowl show. I'm L.A. Mike, and I play it cool. They don't sneak by me, cause I'm no fool. I fly on the field and get on down. Everybody knows I don't mess around. I can break them, shake them any time of day. I like to steal it and make them pay. So please don't try to beat my hustle, cause I'm just here to do Super Bowl shuffle. We are the best shuffling crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. Blowing your mind like we knew we would. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff for everyone. We're not here to start no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. The sack man's coming. I'm your man, Dent. Is a quarterback, so he's gonna get bent. We stop the run, we stop the pad. I like to dump guys on there. We love to play for the world best fan. You better start making your Super Bowl plan. But don't get ready or go through any trouble unless you practice the Super Bowl shuffle. It's Gary here, and I'm Mr. Clean. They call me Hitman, don't know what they mean. They throw it long and watch me run. I'm on my man, one on one. Buddies, guys, cover it down to the bone. That's why they call us from 46 Zone. Come on, everybody, let's scream and yell. We're gonna do the shuffle, then ring your bell. Looking at the fridge, I'm the Ricky. I may be large, but I'm no dumb cookie. You see me hit, you see me run. When I kick and pass, we'll have more fun. I can dance, you will see. The others, they all learn from me. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I just came to do the Super Bowl show. was the Bears shuffling crew singing about the Super Bowl shuffle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> My name is Cody, and I'm here to say I love the shuffle in a major way. <laughs> wow. All right. That saxophone solo. That was, so. that was impressive. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. All right, so hey, let's go ahead and get into the second half of the show. We're going to talk about some of the commercials. The Bears. And we're going to talk the Bears, who, Bears. Were, who were not part of the Super Bowl this no. year. But <laughs> Were they? I don't know. I don't even... I don't. All I know is that the Kansas City Chiefs won. The Chiefs won and the 49ers lost. Okay, but that was the other team. With 30, the... 31 to 20. I do know that. <laughs> there, even sports know, out of the way. I didn't even know who the other team was, yep. to be completely honest. Yep, yep. Well, to be honest, I wasn't 100% sure that it was the Chiefs that won. I just knew the 49ers lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> so between the two of us, with our powers combined. You make one sports. We make one, one sports. <laughs> So, yeah, let's get into some of these uh, commercials. And for about an hour before recording, we sat and rewatched. We watched all of these. Did you say rewatched? Rewatched or watched. Because, yeah, it, it was the first time I'd seen any of them. <laughs> so, what were some of the standouts? 
for you. Uh, do we want to do the What's Up Robots right away? Let's is that get the it first out of the place way. we're going to go? That's the pl- first place we're going to go is was, What's Up Robots. It was the best one. It was equally the best and the worst. Yeah. It was it was such a dumb idea. Yes. Executed dumbly. But so perfectly. But see, yeah. So perfectly dumb. But for some reason, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I, I guess because they actually did it, those maniacs. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It was it that one was clever. What's up? What's up? We gotta do it once. <laughs> no, <laughs> get it out of the way. Get it out of our system. So does this mean next year they're going to do a Budweiser frog oh, return? God, I hope so. Those frogs need to come back. Yes. Oh, I remember as a kid, I had a foam Budweiser frog hat. <laughs> it might still be at my parents' basement somewhere. Oh no. Yes, I need to find that. That, 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 the, I think that's a collector's item at, at this point. <laughs> There's the cover art for this episode. Is you wearing the hat? Oh, no. The cover is going to be uh, the player playing the saxophone during the, <laughs> the Super Bowl shuffle. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> not Nina Matsumoto's Mr. Peanut oh, eating, eating baby peanut. <laughs> yeah. Which you might as well talk about. Let's talk about that one as well. Uh, yes. Before the Super Bowl, Mr. Peanut died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we... We toyed with the idea of talking about the death of Mr. Peanut last week, but decided against it because it it was a very blatant. It just didn't. It wasn't right. Yeah, it, was weird. it didn't feel. It felt weird, and like it still does. It still like, does. This whole that whole branding thing was weird. Yeah, it was just a dumb brand stunt, which is what all of this stuff. Oh, it's really all, what is. all it is. Yeah, but like, and then and then Kobe Bryant died, and then that we made it talk, really weird. Made it weird. Yeah, and it still kind of makes it weird that... A, a little bit. You know, because the commercial was a funeral for a fictional peanut man. Yes. <laughs> and and then... And then the Kool-Aid man <laughs> shed a single tear into the fresh dirt, and lo and behold, he hath been reborn. As Baby as Nut. As Baby Nut. Our a, Lord and Savior. Our new Lord and Savior, Baby <laughs> Nut. I don't care for it. It's a good, it's a strong design. Sure. It's a cute peanut. Sure. (laughs) But But, it is such an obvious cash grab trying to get off the backs of Baby Yoda and Baby Groot. Baby Sonic. Baby Sonic. Which was also a kind of a grab at that, I feel like. Baby Gru, which is something we're going to talk about when we get to the movie trailers. That's a thing now. I don't understand why he made dolphin noises for a minute. Like a solid minute. <laughs> Did someone watch C Lab twenty twenty one right before? <laughs> like I don't know, there's some dolphin noises on there. <laughs> it like makes me wonder if he said something like offensive that they decided to edit out at the last minute. Uh, maybe I don't know, like something about death. Death that yeah, that in the light of of the Kobe Bryant thing that was kind of weird so they just threw so they, some dolphin noises over that it? could be that yeah because it wasn't a good joke it wasn't a good joke and as soon as the commercial was released planters had baby nut merchandise ready to yeah, go which like that second and that sucks that <laughs> does suck quite a bit so not i would say that was kind of a fail for me yeah when everybody's gonna be like in a year be like why do i have this shirt with a peanut with a baby peanut, baby peanut on it, be going to Salvo and finding racks <laughs> Just, and racks of baby nut <laughs> merchandise. Yep, the Groundhog Day. 
Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. That was a fun one with Bill Murray. Bill Murray acting as though he really cared to be on film, which is something he hasn't done for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. They must have paid him like a lot of money. Oh, he seemed, just so much he money. He seemed like he was into it. He enjoyed yeah. carrying around that tiny, gr- that groundhog. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he was reprising his role as uh, Phil. Phil. Uh, do they have? Uh, he had a last name. He had a last name. I don't remember what it was. And you know Ned Ryerson's there, and and the mayor, who's his, also his brother, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Brian Doyle Murphy, Brian Doyle Murray, yeah, Mur- Murray. I said Murphy. What the heck? What the heck? Bill Murphy. Everybody's <laughs> favorite comedy man, Bill Murphy. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> Everyone from the Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Everyone's favorite comedy man, Bill Murphy Brown. <laughs> Wearing those power suits. <laughs> From Ghost Smashers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're loopy today. I, <laughs> we really are. Yeah, gee, many Christmas. All right. Okay. <laughs> Head down. We got to get through this. <laughs> so. <No. laughs> oh, gloss. the Mountain Dew one. The oh, Mountain Dew Zero commercial Mountain was Dew Zero, so good. that was very good. It's just The Shining, but with Brian Cranston, which already sounds brilliant. Yeah. I would watch that movie. Yeah, I would. I would, yeah. I would 100% watch that movie. Yeah, same here. If they remade The Shining with Brian Cranston, it would be very good. It would be very good. Although now they can't because everyone's going to go, wait, wasn't he in a Mountain Dew commercial for this? Because <laughs> yeah. he can do like that creepy in between funny and creepy. Yeah. He can be very menacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the Old Town Road Doritos with Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott. Dancing. Dancing. That was pretty... He's an old man and he's dancing. Yeah. It's like Six Flags. It, that definitely... <laughs> oh, we should have played Venga Bus. <laughs> Can we recut the commercial but with Venga Bus instead of Old Town Road? Yeah. There we go. Old Town Bus. Old Town Bus. Uh, that definitely wasn't Sam Elliott's face CGI pasted onto a skinny man's younger man's body. No, it was doing was, dance moves. He was doing those real crazy. He was dance real, moves. Do, really doing it. And the mustache the roll mustache. that was real. Well, that really was real. You know, <laughs> little known fact: Sam Elliott has full control over his mustache. It's a prehensile mustache. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, the Jason Momoa commercial creeps me the heck out. Oh, it was like a Cronenbergian commercial for mortgage company. <laughs> yeah, where he ripped off his own muscle arms and abs and yeah. hair. Yeah, the conceit was he was he was coming home after a hard day of being a huge celebrity and taking off his muscles. His hugeness. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy and it weird. Was, but... I'm glad it was quick. Yeah. It's clever. I It was fine but yeah mm. maybe not a good uh commercial because i don't remember what the company was that it was for yeah i kind of liked the little caesars i thought that was pretty cl- a little clever i don't know if you guys cared for it eh. as much as as i did i thought it was fine i think rain wilson thinks he's a lot funnier than he really is yeah that that <laughs> not, i can agree with you not to be on. mean because i mean he's he's been great in a lot of things yeah, like what was that podcast? We Radio Rental. Yeah, he's a host of that, and sometimes he goes off being funny, and it's just falls flat. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's not he's working, a- and you also should have dropped this joke two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I I agree with that. If if he's in the right role, he's hilarious. But you can't just he's not Will Ferrell. Like you can't right. just slap him into a screwball comedy and have it work. Like, yeah, yeah. And maybe that part of that is because he played Dwight for so long that he is visually. When you see him, you go, "Oh yeah, Dwight. He's gonna be. Uh, it really he's gonna know. <laughs> he's gonna no sell jokes, and that's the joke." But I th- I thought the the commercial as a concept was clever. I thought that was I think I thought it was fine. I was more excited about the fact that Little Caesars is going to be delivering than I was <laughs> the commercial itself. Oh yeah, you can get your cardboard with ketchup. <laughs> it hey, it's cheap and it's fast. Doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be good. <laughs> Sometimes it's hot you, and ready. Yeah. Hot, ready, good. Pick two. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to put pizza in you, and you don't want to spend a lot of money on that pizza. And you better eat it within 15 minutes of getting it. Otherwise, it will solidify into (laughs) a round brick. Yeah, day-old Little Caesars is probably the worst thing. Yeah, I could see that. It just dawned on me. Screw the pizza. Delivery crazy bread. Yeah, give me that gross bread. (laughs) Oh, no, gross bread. Oh, it looks disgusting, but it's delicious. (laughs) You get it where it's just barely cooked, so it's yeah. still a little doughy. And they're oh, all man. weird. They yes. got like weird little fingers. Yeah. <laughs> weird ghost fingers. <laughs> like, it, it's gross, but also delicious. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I always get it because it's like, it's like a dollar. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course. What are you going to do? Go to Little Caesars and not get yeah. gross, crazy bread? You got to have the full experience. <laughs> their Detroit style is pretty good. Oh, it is. See, I've, I have, if I'm in the mood for Little Caesars, it is not because I am getting quality pizza. It is because I have $8 and I want a full meal. Uh, The Walmart spaceship has kind of a follow-up to the famous movie Cars. Yeah, they did it again. They did it again and it was fine. It was cool to see Bill and Ted or Bill Bill and and Bill Bill and Bill. And that was the CG work they did to de-age Alex Winter was kind of um, impressive. Yeah, it was really good. They did a great job with it. Uh, Arrival was a weird pull. That was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we got all these like pop culture sci-fi hits. Kind like, of comedy. Yeah. And the like the Enterprise back there. Mm-hmm. And then like then they drop in Arrival, which is not... That is... Yeah. It's a very hard sci-fi realistic look at like first contact. <laughs> yeah. But hey, they got to get their sh- their grocery done somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> no TARDIS. Couldn't get the TARDIS Couldn't in get there. the TARDIS. Yeah. That, yeah. Why can't we have Jodie Whittaker pop out with a little blue bag? <laughs> a little blue disposable, not disposable, reusable, reusable Walmart bag. bag. <laughs> yep. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. I felt it a horrible accent. Yeah, I it's probably, better, it's probably a good thing he did. I'm just like, nope. Speaking of accents, <laughs> let's talk about some smart cars. Smart car. It parks the car down by a, the harbor. It was a Hyundai commercial with a bunch of famous Bostonians saying smart car. Yeah. That's the joke. And it was basically an SNL sketch, but. Like, literally, it, they yeah. used to do a sketch that was that. Yeah, the Bostonians. Yeah. Yeah. And but we also had a bit that we did way back reminded in the day. us of, of Boston Jaws. <laughs> yes, Boston Jaws is a shock. There's a shock. 
Wow, that God, was, that's a shock. That was probably like 200 episodes Probably, ago. yeah, yeah. It's been long enough that we can mention it again and have it be funny again. Yeah, it's a shock in the hollow. Shock. Well, there's only a couple more of these commercials left before we get into the movie trailers. Let's, let's not get into that Google one because this is some crap. Oh, that's the, that was the weepy one. That's, that's the crier. Yeah. Uh, Google decided they wanted to be emotionally manipulative this year. <laughs> you, you know, everybody, every year there's got to be one. Last year it was the one about the small town factory. Oh, the blue collar, the look at us appealing to blue collar America <laughs> real hard. Yeah. Like Chevy commercial. That was, that was that one. Yeah. This, this year it's Google helping an old man remind himself of his yeah. dead wife. Our, our terrifying algorithm can remember things from your past that you don't yeah less said about that one the yeah. better it's like if you think about it for more than two seconds you're like oh that's kind of scary actually yeah it's sad and also scary <laughs> the cheeto mc hammer one not much to say just kind of a thing it was kind of weird for them to go no one wants to touch you after you've used our products <laughs> Get your nasty hands away from me. You've been eating them Cheetos. Them nasty Cheetos. Oh. Oh, the Rick and Morty Pringles. It was okay. It was fine. It was it was know, quick. It was very quick. It was quick and painless. Yes. And like your average kind of like like the borderline that Rick and Morty hits, it was right there. It was obvious that they improved a lot of it, but maybe not as much as they typically do because it is an ad. But now they're going to have Pickle Rick flavored Pringle chips. Which they didn't mention in the commercial. They didn't. You'd think they would do that, but uh, no. Hey, hey, Morty. Hey, Morty, look. I'm, I'm a pickle. That's also a chip. I'm on a Pringles can, Morty. M- Morty. That's what the commercial would have been. That's what it would have been. <laughs> yeah. For all we know, that commercial could be coming. Yeah. There's a sequel to it. All right. Last commercial that we have before the trailers so Tide did something kind of interesting, and unfortunately, we kind of watched it in probably the least optimal way, where they had Charlie Day and Stevie from <laughs> from Schitt's Creek. Yes. It's, it's the name of a show and the it's... last name, so we can say it. Okay. It's S-C-H-I-T-T, so we can say it. It is a sh- it's a name. <laughs> it was Charlie Day and it's a Stevie Bud, and I wish I knew the actress's actual name, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it it was for Tide Pods. Charlie Day gets something on his shirt, and he's wandering around trying to figure out when he can go and wash his shirt. Kind of a okay premise, but the joke was he kept showing up in other brands' commercials. So there was a Bud a Bud Light commercial with the Bud Night, and all of a sudden Charlie Day shows up saying if it's cool if he could wash his shirt. And I, then there, I kind of like the Bud Knight. I kind of like the. I don't bu- know what it is about the Bud Knight, but <laughs> I kind of like. It, he is two giant horns away from being Shovel Knight. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, he he was in that. He was in a masked singer commercial. I can't, for the life of me, understand the appeal of that show. But people like it. Yeah, people like it. I saw a picture on Twitter that was the cast of Yo Gabba Gabba, mm-hmm. and it said just said the mask singer. <laughs> okay, it. that's pretty funny. That, that's basically <laughs> what basically it what is. It is. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like uh. I, okay, they sung good, and you don't know who they are. So, I, so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, here I am trying to yuck someone's yum after I said I didn't want to do that with Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it appeals to people. It appeals to some people so that's fine all right let's talk about some movie trailers so uh black widow first 
Another look at Black Widow. Nothing new in it, I don't think. Yeah, we were talking before that we should be more excited for this than we are. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, I will go. I plan on going to see it. Oh, I will too. I will probably see it opening night if I can, you know. Opening weekend here, opening, sure. Yeah, at least weekend. Yeah. But like, just it's so late. It's just too late. It takes some of the bite out of the character when you know where she's going to end up. Yeah, when you know she's already dead. We've talked about that she's dead, she's, right? Yeah, it's been long enough. You know what? She's dead. <laughs> Avengers Endgame is on Disney Plus now. You can go watch it. She died in the movie. <laughs> it was bullcrap. She yeah. shouldn't have died. I agree. I agree. Should have been Hawkeye. Yeah. But we did get a shot of the Taskmaster with uh, she- with a cap shield which is something we haven't seen yet. I'm excited that they're leaning into that area of his character as well. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm interested in it, but not super pumped like I have been. Yeah. And And it's been a while since a Marvel movie too. You'd think we'd be pumped, but yeah. eh. And it's not like it, it's a situation where, Oh, so it's end game. We can't match that. So the excitement's not there because I was excited for, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I was... I was stoked for Spider-Man. I just, I'm not feeling it for this one. Do you think part of it is it's Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's... We've, we've kind of reached peak Scarlett Johansson about two years ago. Just about. <laughs> yeah, just about. But I don't know. Now, one I am excited for, and... Well, I was going to say, I'm more excited to see Birds of Prey this weekend yes, than yes. I am. Oh, yeah, me widow. too. No, oh, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Keeping on with the Marvel stuff, there was a quick trailer for the Disney Plus shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. The WandaVision stuff was the best out of it. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah, it was weird and it was cool. She was popping through different sitcoms. Different, yeah, yeah. There's a Dick Van Dyke style. There's a Roseanne style. (laughs) Yeah. She was in her original costume for For, like a a hot second. hot second, (laughs) yes. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It is, I'm... A little concerned, just a very slight, slightly concerned that they're going to lean too heavily into Wanda's mental illness and they're going like to have to, not cool way. They're going to, yeah, because they're going to have to really, really, really tiptoe around some of that stuff because in the comics, I mean, they, they're have old done, comics, <laughs> her mental breaks and mental illness didn't really come to light seriously until house of M, which was about 10 years ago. So it's a relatively new concept and it has not been handled well for the majority of it. Like, I mean, mean, like mental health awareness is a relatively recent thing. Yes. But they're really going to have to, I, I trust the writers on WandaVision, but they're going to have to watch themselves a little bit if they don't want to catch a load of flack. Yeah. Yeah. But the other two look good, too. There wasn't really anything for Loki other than Loki saying, I'm evil again. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> yep. Remember all that character growth from all the movies I was in? Gone. <laughs> That's out the window. I'm going to go do things. Did you? Did we talk about Owen Wilson? Has been signed on no, for the didn't. Loki series. Yeah, he's he's going to be in the Loki series. That's wild. Yeah. I actually have a theory about what he's going to be. So there's a character in the comics from the 90s. His name was Thunderstrike. And he was basically this 
Joe Schmo New Yorker that somehow ended up with the powers of Thor. And I have a theory that because Thor is off in space doing his own thing now. Also, I don't think they're going to get Thor to do the TV They're not going to. No, they're definitely not. I believe, if I had to take a guess, Loki's going to go, okay, I am bored and I want to prove that I am better than Thor because people still look at me and go, hey, remember that time Thor beat you up a whole bunch? What if I give this idiot Thor's powers or a version of Thor's powers and then just completely clean his clock? Who are they going to get? And Thunderstrike was kind of a dunce. He was kind of a doofus. Owen Wilson excels when he is playing stupid characters. (laughs) And he looks kind of sort of like off-brand, off-model, dollar store Chris Hemsworth a little bit. (laughs) So what if Loki says, hey, guess what? You're actually Thor, you New York idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds plausible. Yeah, that's that's kind of my guess. I'm calling my shot here. It's probably wrong, but that's my that's my guess. But yeah, I'm excited for those three. They look they look good. For Falcon and Winter Soldier, they just kind of showed Falcon throwing the shield, the shield around. I hope they the way that they cut that. I really hope he totally whiffs yeah. hitting the tree when he threw that. Yeah, I hope that's a subplot where he's just like, I just can't throw that thing good. Yeah, I just can't figure it out. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Mulan. Man, that was cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> We weren't even sure it was Mulan for the first minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the first live-action Disney film that I'm legitimately excited to see. There's, like, some wire foo stuff going on, and the lady turns into a bird. Owl, yeah. Owl. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> modifying the story enough to make it a different thing, and I'm in. Yeah, this might be the first Disney live-action movie that's legitimately, like, real good. Yeah. It looked like Donnie Yen might be playing Li Shang, which is awesome. Donnie Yen was in... And not Donnie Osmond. Dot, um, yeah, right. <laughs> trading Wait. one, trading up on Donnie's, I'd yeah. say, I would say. Uh, but yeah, Donnie Yen, for folks who don't know, they would probably see him in Rogue One. He was the uh, monk, the the blind monk from that. And he's done, I mean, he was in the raid. He's done a bunch of things. He was one of the coolest characters in Rogue One, to yeah, be completely uh, honest. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Quiet Place 2. I never saw the first one. I've heard good things. It d- this trailer doesn't seem particularly quiet, which no. I thought was kind of the point of a quiet place. They were in a place. They were in a place. How how ballsy would that have been if they did a commercial in the Super Bowl that had no sound? That would have been impressive. Yeah, why, I didn't would have they, been, why didn't they do that? I would have been in for that. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick just flying in planes. Yeah, I was just immediately bored. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I've never seen Top Gun, so I have no investment. I watched. All. I've seen Top Gun once. Now, granted, it was about 15 years ago, so I did not appreciate it probably as much as a lot of people would have. I didn't really care. That's but it's definitely a future. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we do need to get back to doing those. By yeah. the way, I'd write it on the board, but I I feel like if I write it down, it it's not going to happen. happen. It definitely <laughs> won't happen. Yeah, that seems to be the way it goes. Right now, um, it says that we're going to do Unbreakable because we're, Glass. Yeah, we're not doing that because Glass was in theaters. <laughs> yeah, it's now on. It's been on DVD for like a year now, <laughs> and apparently it wasn't that good anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the new James Bond, uh, No Time to Die, looks. It, great it looked like a james bond trailer it looks yeah yeah (laughs) um guns came out of a car i'm here for that (laughs) yeah oh talking about cars 
Did oh, you no. did, did you did you just say cars? I did just say cars, and there was a trailer that featured a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> And they were moving very fast and furiously. But do you know what else was in that trailer? Family. Family. It's about family. <laughs> the movie's really about family. Fast and the Fur- Fast Nine. F Nine. The Fast Saga. Ah, oh. guys, am I excited for a Fast and the Furious movie? <laughs> it sure seemed like you were. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any of them. I've seen about twenty minutes of Tokyo Drift, and it was terrible. <laughs> the first couple are rough. I've seen the first one. I tried watching the second one and the third one because those first couple are just racing movies. It's just racing. But as they get further and further into the series, it becomes more and more like spy action weirdness. What were you going to say? I don't know. You started saying, should we? Oh, should we have like a marathon? Oh, yeah. Should we marathon all the the fast movies? No, I haven't seen that. 12 hours (laughs) fast... Nine Fast and the Furious movies plus one Hobbs and or Shaw. <laughs> if, there, if only there was some way we could live stream it. Oh, I wish. I mean, I guess we could live stream us watching, us watching it, it without and, showing and have, the movie. We could do that. Yeah. that's <laughs> Put a pin in that thought. That might be, yeah. But this... <laughs> It'd be a good charity uh, stream yeah. to do. Yeah, that would be that would be great. <laughs> but no, Fast 9, John Cena's in it. And he's not doing a great job because you can see him. I didn't see him. You didn't see him? <laughs> <laughs> and someone had to make that joke. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks kind of stupid. Uh, uh, kind of? <laughs> yeah, it looks really stupid. But A car swings on a rope across a canyon. <laughs> yeah, that's... Like Tarzan like, car. Tar- Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a thing that happens. And... Also, a plane catches a car in midair. Yeah. That did also happen. <laughs> uh, How are they going to top this dumb crap? Aliens. Because <laughs> they got to make yeah, magic. The aliens are in the next one. Aliens and magic. Magic. Well, yeah, the next one, they have to race a wizard up Wizard Mountain. Listen, Hobbs and Shaw had a cyborg man in it, so <laughs> that's not a joke. Idris Elba was a cyborg man, was a, was a cyberman's. In that movie. Vin, Vin Diesel, we have to get to the top of Wizard Mountain before Merlin does. Before Merlin does, or he's going to release the techno virus. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like a man in like a blue and yellow like an old stars, sc- like wizard costume. Oh, yeah, like Yin Sid from... And, yeah. <laughs> and he's driving like a GTO or yeah. something. <laughs> Oh, uh, there was a rocket car in this trailer. Yeah, how true. could you? How I could you say that movie is stupid car. with a rocket car? <laughs> it's great because even the characters in the movie go, "This is stupid. <laughs> this rocket car, this right here, is dumb." But we're doing it anyway. But we're doing it anyway. Uh, There's got to be a good joke in a title for a Fast and the Furious movie with a wizard in it. <laughs> but I can't get there. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, hey, last couple of trailers, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog one that yeah, looks fine. I mean, it comes out next week. Oh, my God. It's that close. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got my tickets. <laughs> do yep. you? I do. <laughs> you Val- maniac. <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's right. That is that is what Jordan and I are doing. Oh, we are. <laughs> we got to go fast to that <laughs> Valentine's Day date. <laughs> Thanks, darling. You're listening. Thank you. <laughs> Um, there's a trailer for Wonder Woman. 
88? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it was more Tide commercial than anything. Yeah, but. there wasn't anything like new footage except for the second where Gal Gadot's like, why are you here, Charlie Day? Yeah, he's like, hey, I got to wash my shirt. That's, that was it. That was the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, last but not least was the Invisible Man trailer. Oh, I guess oh, SpongeBob no, we too. About SpongeBob. Uh, let's talk about SpongeBob. It looks fine. Yeah, it it's CG now, mm-hmm. so it's not 2D animation, but it has a. It still looks like SpongeBob. It almost looks cl- like really smooth uh, stop motion clay yeah. animation. Yeah, which it's is interesting. A, it's a cool look. It looks mm-hmm. better than the uh, CG stuff that was in the last movie. Yeah, that was only like the last ten minutes of the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks fine. It looks fun. I mean, Sponge. It's it's kind of amazing that SpongeBob continues to go. It is still pretty. Funny. It's still it's still fine. Yeah. I mean, I've I haven't watched it in a while. But... Yeah. Yeah. When it first came out, I had a knee jerk reaction of like, oh, SpongeBob, this kind of sucks. But after watching a bunch of them for work years ago, they're legitimately funny. Yeah, it's they're some, enjoyable. It's some iconic stuff. Like, there's some real good. There's some good jokes. There's some good jokes. But uh, last is the Invisible Man movie, which looks legitimately creepy and kind of scary. Yeah, they took it in a different direction. It's like the Invisible Man is like stalking and gaslighting a woman, which is Mm -hmm. terrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. (laughs) It's terrifying. Uh, Yeah. It's a very uh, interesting and too real. Mm -hmm. And a horrifying direction to put the, I mean- any other way you do the Invisible Man is kind of goofy and goofy, like yeah, like he he's a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know this was a thing till today too. I I missed out on the Invisible Man. Well, I remembered thing. that he was originally going to be part of the Dark Universe. Yeah, he was going to be part of that. The, yeah, do you remember Dark Universe, <laughs> <laughs> the, the film franchise of one? <laughs> It was just the mummy. It was just the mummy. Although technically, if you wanted to call Dracula Unchained was the failed first untold. attempt, a Je- Dracula Untold, there were two number one movies in the film franchise. <laughs> two false starts. Two false starts, and that's that's all you get. But the original uh, Invisible Man for that was going to be Johnny Depp. And I don't know if they recast, if it's the same film, but they recast him because of the whole amber heard thing I mean, let's not get into that's that not, i'm not yeah. going to that's as far as it's going to go yeah yeah that's a that's a bad thing that people no i'd rather not get into. Yeah. yeah i don't even yeah. want to yeah anyway this movie looks terrifying and good and i don't know it's kind I'll of it. weird to have gotten such a high dollar actor to play someone who's invisible true so. all right and that's it we made it through we, we made it through it. all of the super bowl I feel like we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel like we this. should play the Super Bowl shuffle again. <laughs> <laughs> That's five more minutes of your life you can't get back. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much. You can find more of our stuff over at nerdoverload.com. You can also check us out on social medias, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can call the Nerd Overload hotline and leave a message for us to maybe play on the show at 586-372-8020. That's right. You can also find some of our back episodes over on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you can head over there and check out some different things. You can get the show a couple days early, which is pretty cool. 
And yeah, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week. Peace out.